Welcome to Jungle Vibes, the podcast for creative entrepreneurs from all over the world. Make sure you subscribe on your preferred podcast service or watch us on YouTube. Let's go. Okay, so welcome to Jungle Vibes. This is the podcast for creative entrepreneurs. And I have Valerie Tompkins here with me. She's from the U.S., from the East Coast, uh, she can tell. She will tell a little bit about herself. Um, she's an author and and wrote an amazing book called Girls Like Me, which is really about representation and and showing how young black girls can be, um, you know, represented in different types of occupations. And it's it's so amazing. I'm also an author of you know a, a science fiction book, Afro science fiction books. So I really wanted to talk to her to know how she came up with the idea and also for all of you listening to be inspired and see how you can maybe you know enter this world of of books and self-publishing etc so valerie thank you so much for being here welcome thank you so i'm valerie tompkins um, i currently live in atlanta georgia in the united states um so i started writing my book girls like me in 2020 um, when we were sort of in the midst of the pandemic, a lot of us were stuck at home. Um, and I've always loved to read since I was a little girl. I always carried around books with me. But looking back, I realized those books didn't have little girls that looked like me. They weren't about Black girls. They weren't stories about people like me or um, people that I really resonated with. So as an adult, I wanted to not only create a fun story, but add the representation piece so that on the cover, a black girl can see she has brown skin and an Afro just like me. Um, so inside my book, we explore different careers. She's like a lawyer, a pilot, an astronaut to inspire girls to pursue careers that we aren't typically pushed towards. I know I don't know any pilots personally or any astronauts, and I love when little girls can read my book and say, I want to be that, that's possible for me. So that's really my vision to inspire and to add representation to children's literature to make reading fun. That's amazing. That's so amazing that you say the astronaut part because I haven't read your book yet. I really want to get it. It's on Amazon. I saw it and um, uh, I saw, yeah, I saw it was about different occupations, but the astronaut part, like, I, as a little girl, always, I had three wishes. I wanted to be a princess, I wanted to be a singer, and I wanted to be an astronaut. <laughs> Those three things. Because I loved everything about, like, um, just the stars and the planets and just knowing the world around us. And, and I think that also gave me um, my ambition to do my, well, to, to do, go to university and stuff and study. But that was really the astronaut part. And I was looking at, yeah, were mostly males, white males who were astronauts, you know, and yeah, never, you know, you never see that. And, and that's, that's so nice if, that you have that representation in, in your book. So that is really what inspired you to write it, to have people, uh, you know, acknowledge and see that. So, but why, why a children's book for you? Like, is this your first book or did you also write other books? Yes, yeah, so this is my first children's book. Um, the only other thing I've written professionally, I do like writing for resumes and um, professional wise. So people's, when you're applying for a job, you need a resume or a cover letter, that sort of professional writing. But I'd never mm -hmm. taken on a larger project. 
So of course yeah. I started with a children's book. It's a little less intimidating than a full 300 page chapter book. Those can take a lot longer to write. Um, so yes. I wanted to start with something a little more simple. And I know I want to continue publishing children's books, mostly around the career development theme, like about financial literacy, where they can really learn something from it. Um, but I also want to do fun books like about Black girls traveling and really have fun with it. Um, so I believe I will stick with those shorter books because it's so fun to me. I don't have an incredibly long attention span. Maybe one day I'll have a longer story to write about when people do their memoirs and tell their story. But right now I'm just really having fun with the children's books. That's so nice. That's so amazing. Also the financial literacy part. That part is so important that children learn, you know, from an early age, how to like budget, how to maybe invest, have that mindset. I'm really looking forward to that one. So when I have children, I can get those books. I'm really looking forward. Yeah, that's so nice. And um, so, so your background, as you said, is in, you know, you're, you're writing professionally, resumes and stuff. And actually your children's books are an extension of that in a way because yes yes definitely I would like to say that writing previously prepared me to be a children's book so when people say oh have you written before I can't say no because I have written just in a different capacity um so yes. one thing about being a write an author a lot of people do ton of different things there's authors that are teachers and like I work full-time as well and people that are they're, they're writing screenplays and turning it into animations. There's just mm. so many different parts of this that I didn't even know about a couple months ago, but I'm mm. meeting people that are turning books into movies and writing scripts. There's just really so much you can do um, when you're creative and you work for yes. yourself. <laughs> yes, that's true that's so funny you say that because also with with my book black sons um we're also it's about two two girls two sisters who are superheroes they live on a distant planet it's, it's really like um they they you would call it like i think the genre is called afrofuturism in general but i call it afro science fiction because to me it's just science fiction but then with a um with with a black story behind it so that people can recognize who read it but also people who are not from afro culture that they learn about our Absolutely. culture just like you have with anime and japanese um even pokemon or whatever or dragon ball z you see their culture in the animations you know and i love that to create that like in my we have i have things about ancestors and those kind of things you know things that are just very uh yeah an, an afro experience let me just call it like that and um and it's for me very interesting so how did you in your book really create um apart from the beautiful illustrations and the cover you know showing a beautiful brown black girl um what what did you um put in it to create to give that that black sauce, let me just say it like that. So I'll say when I reached out to my illustrator, it was really important that my character had like the curly hair. So mm -hmm. I had described to her what I wanted and we really went back and forth to make sure I got a character that I thought was a good representation. Um, so that the hair was one thing. 
Um, and sort of just like the mantras inside. Um, I have a few just little inspirational, in, in addition to the careers, I have a little bit of inspirational pieces where it just says, may you never stop dreaming, the limit does not exist. Mm-hmm. To really just speak life into little girls, to yeah. know that this, this girl in the book that has brown skin and an afro, that's you. Um, also, mm-hmm. there's something, uh, she's in a bonnet in the beginning of the book. She's mm-hmm. in her bed, sort of like reading at night with her bonnet on, getting ready to explore. That's Yeah, that's amazing. That Those things. Because it encourages little girls to protect their hair at night, to know that it's normal. We wrap up our hair, whatever you have on it. So it's cute to see the cartoon do that. And then she's in all the different professional roles with her hair. So... Mm-hmm love to see the progression and it's really realistic for the little ones yeah yeah that's amazing yeah that's that's those little things that those are details that you only know when you have experienced that yourself and that's why it's so important to have black author black female authors who represent because we yeah we experience it and then you can you can really tell that story that's so amazing. So um, yeah, that's a great question. I never been asked that before. Like, what gives it the sauce? I love that. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I think it's so important because it's subliminal. You know, it's it's those little things that why do we sometimes or as a as a child sometimes you feel like you are not represented when you read certain types of book with maybe a Caucasian uh, um, characters because it's maybe there is something in the book like, oh, then mom was brushing the hair with like a normal brush, something like that. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't happen, happen with my Afro. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. then you already feel the disconnect um, as a child, like, but that's exactly. not my experience. I don't know how that works, you know, like my mom has to put detangler in or a lot of uh, moisturizer or shea butter yes, or whatever you need, or coconut oil, you know, that makes it our experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I think that's those, those sub, yeah, sub, yeah, subliminal things or subconscious things are really important. Um, and um, what do you hope that readers uh, get out of this book? What is your main goal? Yes, I want readers to know that there is no limit and to dream high, um, to start early looking for different things that they want to do in life, because the earlier you start, the sooner you can prepare, whether it's going to science camps or different themed camps to learn about things early on and to join like-minded groups with people and other children groups. There's so many things that you can learn early on. If you um, decide you want to be a doctor, you'll learn that a lot of those kids have been going to med camps in the summer or reading books about that before they were 17 or 18, right? So being exposed Mm -hmm. to that at five, six, seven years old just puts that in their mind. I'm going to do something great no matter what it is. We'll just find out as I get older, but the seed is already planted. Yes, that's so important. That's great. So um, what do you want also the parent? Why should a parent, you know, on Amazon or whatever you're doing, you're searching for a book. Why should a parent or a grandparent or an uncle or aunt buy the book for their little ones? Yes, because it's such a great story for little ones to grow into. Even if your three-year-old isn't reading yet, she's looking at the pictures and she'll recognize that's a doctor. That is an astronaut, that's an airplane, and it will really grow with her. 
Um, and sometimes even when the kids aren't fully making sentences and things, kids have said, I want to be a doctor, or they point at their favorite illustration. And it's, so it's really a learning experience while still being fun, because I want to make reading fun for kids so that it's not a chore, because reading opens up the door to so many more things in life. So I, another reason I started writing is because I know that reading allowed me to um, be pretty decent at writing and helped me through school. And it was a really good tool for me. So I like to let parents know just having books in your house for your kid to read is just a self-learning tool. So in my book is a fun one for the job. Yes, good. That's so good. So where, where can they find the book? Because I already gave some tips, of course. Yes, the book, the book is sold on Amazon, paperback and hard copy on Amazon. But I do I do signed copies at my website, authorvalerietompkins.com. Um, but I know Amazon is like great with international shipping and all that. So that's probably the quickest option. <laughs> Yes, because the people listening, you know, they can be listening from all over. So at least they can just do the worldwide shipping of, of Amazon. That's great. And another question I almost forgot to ask, um, because I, this is the, the, yeah, my children's book is actually my third book that I wrote. Um, I wrote two like business books. Uh, I did yeah. write them in Dutch uh, because I'm from the Netherlands, from Amsterdam. And, um, but now uh, at this moment, I'm in Ghana, by the way. So I'm in West Africa, I'm kind of a okay. traveler. But um, this book, uh, Black Sons, I wrote bilingual. So I wrote every chapter in two languages, which was, I wanted to innovate in the book world, but it was also pretty, pretty uh, challenging to do that. Um, so it's basically a bilingual book. But uh, is there also uh, something that you're thinking about of doing, of creating maybe your book in Spanish or in Portuguese? Because I even want to do it in more languages because I have now Dutch English, but it's, it's combined in one book. But uh, yeah, are you thinking about that, expanding Absolutely. I, I am actually, I've already reached out to a translator to get girls like me translated into Spanish. Um, nice. I've noticed I saw a similar another children's book author do that so I thought hey this is cool let me make it more accessible to even more people so that's a great yes. idea and yeah I'll need to make sure I plan to do that with future books as well why limit it you know yeah well if you have that contact please uh let me know about it sure because I'm also looking for someone to do the Spanish version yes I sure yeah. will see are you happy we had this connection this is why we have to talk <laughs> each other and yeah True. happy to help <laughs> yes so that's that's so great and and how was that process for you to because you self-published it right because I yeah. I did this children's book the two other books I didn't I that was from a Dutch publisher but this was my first self-published book but I really enjoyed the whole it was a lot figuring out also with Amazon and the whole like even the outlining of the layout and everything but how did you experience self-publishing and would you recommend other listeners who are maybe thinking about writing a book to self-publish or find another way I recommend self-publishing because the other option um, can be traditional publishing where you would find an agent a literary agent and be represented by a brand, you're not really working for yourself, you're contracted by the company. And a lot of times you have to pay them upfront before you make any money. And so for self-published authors, 
once you, as long as you get your illustrations together and your manuscript, and sometimes you don't even have to pay someone for illustrations. If you have a low content book, like a not a children's book and you just need a cover, you can draw your own cover. Then to publish on Amazon KDP, it's free. And you have total control over your artwork, your cover design, your price. And Amazon's print on demand service fulfills the book for you and ships it to customers. Um, so you are um, you are just missing out on the shipping it yourself aspect and Amazon does take a piece of their royalties, but it's the convenience factor of your brand new author. It's kind of nice that Amazon is handling all of that, especially as I get my footing in. So I do recommend self-publishing and there are different print options. Like if you wanna print your book in bulk to sell them on your website, you can still do that and have your book on Amazon. So, I um, mean, yeah, I, I think sometimes people think you can only do one or the other, or you can start one way. But I know a lot of people that go from being traditionally published where they paid and then they self-publish and it's like, you just have to do your research and you can figure it out. Mm -hmm. So I would say self-publishing is the way to go. Yeah, just do your research, know your budget, find good resources and make it happen. Yes, good, I love that. I, I agree with you. So self-publishing. And where did you find your illustrator? Because that's also a thing. Maybe if people want to write a children's book that they're thinking about, like, where do I found, find a good one? Yeah, so I found her at peopleperhour.com. Okay. So I recommend yeah, peopleperhour.com, also fiverr.com, upwork.com, or different freelancer websites where graphic designers and artists are posting their work and you just reach out to them and tell them what you're looking for, look through their portfolio to make sure their art style aligns with your vision. Um, so you can find a freelancer that's usually pretty affordable. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So that's, yeah, for me also, I, I used Instagram. Uh, I have some artists I know who do um, graphic design and they also recommended me too. So that's how I found my illustrator. But yeah, those are really good op options to go on Fiverr and if you really want to know like you know you have also the intermediate um, yeah. company so that you pay Fiverr and they pay the person so that you know that everything also goes goes right so there are yeah multiple ways to do it that's so great so uh, again um, so where can I find more also about you that's what I also want to know like where can yes. I find you I am on Instagram at author Valerie Tompkins. I am on TikTok at author Valerie Tompkins. Um, I'm also on Facebook, Valerie, uh, author Valerie Tompkins. So I spend most of my time on Instagram and TikTok trying to make reels and content and connect with people. So yes, I love to connect with people. So always feel free to reach out. Yeah, so author Valerie Tompkins. So for everyone who's listening now, uh, just I will also put it in the description on which, whichever podcast platform you're listening right now. It could be uh, Spotify, it could be Google, um, yeah. but I will put it in the description so that you guys can look her up and also look up the book Girls Like Me. And um, really looking forward to um, more versions like the financial literacy and maybe even oh, yeah. like, I'm, I'm now in the blockchain world a lot with NFTs and crypto, you know, those kind of things like that's, I mean, the world's going to change so much for the little girls and boys growing up. So thank you so much for this. Is there anything else you want to add and just maybe a final message that you want to give to people? Yes. Yeah, so if you have any ideas, if you have any plans or goals, just get started. 
a year from now, you will wish you had started today. Um, so go ahead and start scared, start now and best of luck to you. Great, thank you for that, Valerie. Thank you so much for your time. Everyone who's listening in, thank you for listening and see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Jungle Vibes, the podcast for creative entrepreneurs. Don't forget to subscribe to your preferred podcast service and watch us on YouTube. See you next episode.